a martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of fail. All right, so, a janitor. (laughs) (laughs) I... I remember distinctly choosing this movie, and it's been out for a while, obviously. We want to do our new release catch-up for 2022, and I had this movie in the back burner for a while now. I definitely want to talk about it. I don't remember. I knew I wanted to talk about this for some reason. I just kept that in the back of my mind, and we haven't talked about it for quite some time. And now that we're finally talking about it, it prompted me to rewatch the movie. And now I remember why. (laughs) Because this movie is like disappointing in the best way possible uh, i don't know if i would agree with you there this is uh this is like a drunken misstep it just this movie just keeps on ah but i don't know yeah it's like some drunk guy is walking around and you're like oh is he gonna fall over the rail no oh is he he's stepping all over himself oh he fell down Oh, he got back up. Oh, look, look, he, he's he's getting along on his way. Oh, he fell down yeah. again. It's like the movie just keeps on messing up with everything. Like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Yes, yeah. uh, a janitor. We watched this on Haya. Mm-hmm. Um, same director, uh, Yugo Sakamoto, as Baby Assassins, a movie we covered as well. Uh same uh returning characters from baby assassins played by yes. uh salary izawa and Aka- Aka- uh, akari uh takashi oh god <laughs> Takashi. <laughs> the, the lead Takashi, actresses yes. from baby yeah assassins. the literal yes. baby assassins apologies for yes. butchering their names the lead baby <laughs> assassins make a re- it's, it's got to be a return because of what happens to them in this movie uh yeah yeah well i mean oh yeah uh, they're not technically the same characters although they play the same characters i'm pretty sure they're supposed to be the same characters <laughs> right well, well mid-movie i had to pause and look up if their character names are the same and they're not but oh, they yeah. play the same character <laughs> they play the same character they're, i mean their their demeanors their personalities are exactly the same mm-hmm so, but they're technically not the same characters. Okay, I I didn't know that. I'm so sure they're the same characters, though. But, but no, no, but 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 you're right. They're the same characters. <laughs> Maybe not officially, but yeah, they one's absurdly annoying, and the other one's just the stoic one. Yeah, just I mean, just the, the quiet, the stoic just, weird one. Yeah, just the quiet girl, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's that was really the selling point for me wanting to pick this up. One, one because like obviously. Haya being one of our one of the, the streaming services that we frequent more than any other because you know that is where you guys who are listening if you guys want your martial arts mayhem which is I think their tagline go check out Haya of course uh, a janitor one of their trailers released and I was like oh I see some of the uh, same casting crew from Baby Assassins I didn't love Baby Assassins but I at least thought hey it's hailing from Japan. We don't get a lot of martial arts movies from there. And I didn't... When there was action in Baby Assassins, it wasn't necessarily bad. You know, I didn't love that movie. I like I liked the fights in Baby Assassins. There's only two yeah, of yeah. them. And that yeah. episode is very short because there wasn't enough to break <laughs> down. And, um, spoiler alert, uh, this isn't going to be a long episode <laughs> either because there's not enough we to break down We always say here. that. You and I always say that. No, no. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I, mean, I don't think that we'll be able to talk much about that outside of this one nagging feeling. As I, you know, like, that's basically what you're saying. As you're watching the movie, it keeps stumbling along. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? It feels like it should get itself together, and it never really does. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to take the basic premise then? Because um, it's actually not that hard. The basic premise, uh, but to, to get to, the, yeah, to, get to yeah, it, yeah. It, it, just, oh boy. Right, right, right. So, the main character, uh, ooh, what is his name? Um, it, is it Seiji Fukushi? Uh, Seiji Fukushi. Uh, his uh, name in the movie, is, I think, is uh, Akira Fukami. Okay. 
I'm just gonna call him Shaji. Yeah, that's fine. Call <laughs> just, him by. Just it. give him a little bit of credit to the actor. Yeah. Um, so he plays this the titular janitor who is actually a bodyguard who is secretly monitoring this girl who is going to the school. This that that girl is the daughter of I guess like a ex yakuza mafiosa yeah, boss. Yeah, yakuza right? boss, pretty much. Yeah, um, and there's this whole kind of complicated story revolving you know people who want to murder that father and then they come eventually a bunch of assassins come after the the, the girl i mean like, i'm kind of like streamlining a lot of the yeah the yeah that, right that there, is the yeah. very 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 basic premise of the movie but yeah it takes a while for the story to get there. yeah you are just uh on this really weird ride that oh boy not like yakuza apocalypse weird but that, yeah, it, it's it's strange in that like you know what the okay i i didn't watch this with you we watched this on separate viewings yeah. but i weirdly was enjoying the first half of the movie mm. were you i'm were you no no oh man. well well okay um so it's been a while but I really noticed that actors were chewing scenery, like going way over the top. There is one particular uh, character. He's like this. It, it seems like he's going to be the main antagonist of the film. So yeah, basically what yeah. happens is the, the head Yakuza leader, he decides he's going to close up shop and move to Hong Kong. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like he's disbanding all the people underneath him. Mm-hmm. Now, this lower-level Yakuza leader or Yakuza member, he doesn't want that to happen, so he concocts this plan to kill the head Yakuza boss. Yes. And he reveals to the janitor character that... His father was actually killed by the Yakuza boss, and so spoilers. <laughs> I mean, that, yes. that happens actually really, really early on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. man, like they just give him these scenes where he just goes on these like crazy tirades. He's like talking to himself. He's talking to his other, his other mm-hmm. henchmen. He's kind of goading him into giving him a cigarette. I, I could not tell where the movie was going, but I did. No, despite the fact that I can't speak Japanese, that this actor was going way overboard with his acting. You know what? I mean, personally, I didn't mind it so much. <laughs> well, okay, but I mean, that's my own personal uh, opinion because I've been playing a lot of the Yakuza games lately. Oh, right, right. So right. I've, I've been very, like, absorbed into Yakuza, um, you know, the, that dialect and the way of acting. So uh, I guess I'm just very used to it. I actually didn't mind his performance at all. And maybe you had the opposite reaction than I did. But yeah, you're, without spoiling anything quite yet, halfway through the movie, he's no longer the villain. And it's like, what the fuck? And then immediately after that, the movie just like goes nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it, it was going nowhere already, but it was like, now it's really going nowhere. It's not that it goes nowhere. It finally goes to our, I, I guess, our final plot destination our final our final conflict that happens at the school but at mm-hmm. that point right. all all characters that were set up or not maybe not all many characters that were set up are now dead they start introducing <laughs> brand new characters we've never met before and we meet a bl- a brand new villain for the very first time and oh my god yeah and i'm just like who the fuck is this guy why are we following him now what is this movie doing so so my behind the scenes theory all speculation obviously is they the actor who was that that lower level uh yakuza uh, guy who wanted to overthrow the yakuza boss Maybe he had a scheduling conflict and they <laughs> just wrote him out midway throughout the movie and then just brought in some other guy to take his place uh, because like that's literally what happens. <laughs> uh, um, well, I don't know. I uh, The problem with this movie, and it's not necessarily a problem. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, there is kind of a budget. <laughs> 
there's kind of a budget for this film. And well, at least in terms of the production quality, or the, the, the yeah. cinematography. That, but when it comes to the actual, like, I don't know, everything else, I feel like they skipped out a little bit or like they couldn't afford it. So that kind of explains why there's only like a handful of actors on screen at times uh, or like throughout the whole movie. And yeah, it, it just feels like it kind of just goes all over the place, right? In terms of story, like why suddenly there's a huge dramatic shift and like yeah now we have a completely different villain and different character and and it kind of feels that way especially when it comes to the action at the end it just kind of like it feels like there should be more right am i am, am i mistaken to to think that cuz it always feels like the action just like missing something yeah yeah i i agree with you there uh be- before we get into the action though um, I-, I wanted to go back on what you touched on. Uh, I was yeah. really surprised by the cinematography of this movie. I actually really yeah. liked the way it looked. For the first half. <laughs> there, there, there's, right? there's like lots of little moments sprinkled throughout where I was like, oh, wow, this is a really nice looking scene. I like yeah. the lighting here. Or I like the way it's mm-hmm. shot. But then when it comes to the action, it's like, oh, wait, where the fuck? Where is that other DP? Why is this? Yeah. Why is this cameraman now not able to frame the action correctly? What's going on with this movie? <laughs> <laughs> there are only, th- I think there's only like three sets in the whole movie, if I if I can name it, right? Because there's the bar, uh, there's the bar, and then there's the high school. And, <laughs> and when I talk about the high school, there's only like three floors that they're filming on. Not even, there's like two hallways. Well, they, they, I mean, they have multiple... <laughs> locations in the high school so they very sure. they vary it up enough I, mm-hmm. I wasn't bothered with the set location considering that it's in the high school I, I think the issue rears its head with the budget because they're going to attack the high school and somebody has to make a throwaway line that oh not all the students are here today but only the main characters we need to kill <laughs> are here and then some other weird fodder which yeah, doesn't it, make, it didn't sense. make any yeah, sense. Yeah, like they should no. have said like, oh, this is, it's a Saturday and maybe only a few students are here for club activities or something. You know, something yeah. something hey. logical, like like even that. But yeah. the fact that they said like, oh, for some reason, some students are here. It's like, uh, okay, you're, you're, you're losing me, movie. Okay, so well, speaking of logical and not being logical, um, there are some leap, like lapses in logic that occur in the movie. I mean, only some. Uh, for me, okay, well, the biggest one actually comes with the fact that, uh, well, the movie's called A Janitor, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to focus on the main character, uh, Seiji Fukushi. He is, the, you know, he's supposed to be some sort of badass assassin, right? Because it, it, uh, to backstep even more with the, the story, that mafia boss, or the... the basically raised him to be a human weapon since he was a kid. So you expect told. him to be So we're told <laughs> and he is like the worst. <laughs> he is he's he's not the worst, but he's not He's not great. the worst. He's not great and his He's not whole, written to be that way. His whole silent stoic demeanor goes out the window at a certain <laughs> point and he just loses his shit emotionally. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I kept on thinking I don't understand where this is coming from. <laughs> well, yeah, from the from the yeah from a characterization wise, I was like, oh, he immediately broke character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that, maybe, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Because wait, we didn't know his character beforehand. Well, that's he the problem. Didn't too. say any words, and all of a sudden now he's like, kind of shrill and not whiny, but he he's just crying his heart out, and he's well, he gets he overly emotional like, where yeah, overwhelmed, yeah, where mm-hmm. we don't understand where that's coming from. That yeah, that's exactly. that's kind of the issue. They they introduce these characters, and there is I don't know. Should we just spoil it? I, I mean, like at this point. <laughs> sure, go ahead. So they're very early on in the movie. He is told that the yakuza leader killed his his <clears throat> killed his birth father and then adopted him, took him under his wing, turned him into a killer. And then my, my my issue here is like he just he believes them automatically, right? Yep. So then what happens is he is he goes to confront the Yakuza leader about this, and he is kind of sent there to kill him, 
and what happens is he's trying he's struggling to do it so some other like low-level uh yakuza member does it for him and he like loses his mind like emotionally he just breaks down because this man who is his adopted father died and then he kind of kills him puts him out of his misery and you're you don't understand where any of this is coming from because everything before that he was the silent protagonist he said nothing he had he didn't emote anything we we had no connection with him with this yakuza leader either so why does he lose his mind now like why does he act like that yeah <laughs> uh, yeah you're, you're not wrong about that um i don't know i mean he's supposed to be kind of attached to the <sighs> yeah you're right like because the, the father character or the the, the surrogate father character like was just an ass to him this whole life right I mean I'm sure there's I mean they, they say it throughout the movie they're like oh he just all he wants is his 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 adopted father's love but I mean he never showed any of that so I kind of feel like there's a disconnect there yes um so the, in terms terms of characterization yeah that that's a failing the other part of the failing is that they are trying to make him seem like a badass. And he's not at all. <laughs> okay, so halfway through the movie, we have all these assassins that are sent to go after him. And, and they have these like throwaway lines. Uh, they're like, oh, you know, he, they, we need to send eight assassins. Eight, is that too much? He's like, well, we're going to need every one of them. And he is struggling to take on every single one of them. I, like, I mean, I don't mind that he's struggling to take on every single one of them, but like... Uh, he, he gets out of some of those in the the most like accidental luckiest ways. Yeah, yeah. I I have a feeling that budget is where we're getting limited action with this movie because when you have eight assassins, right? I'm thinking eight fight scenes or at least yeah. you know three, three to four <laughs> to five fight scenes when you have this many characters because maybe like there's going to be a bunch of two on ones, right? Or yep. maybe some mm-hmm. other assassins are going to fight each other. You know, like you, you're you expecting all this stupid buildup, all this annoying dialogue <laughs> that's happening in the beginning of the movie is going to lead to some big action spectacle mm-hmm. at the high school. And it just completely drops the ball. It's so just like... So So going back to what you were saying before, like the the action feels like it starts building to something. Like you, you get... Yeah. You get this slow escalation, and then it crosses the street and gets sideswiped by a Mack truck and goes nowhere. <laughs> that is quite the analogy, and yeah, it's about right. It's about right. Um, I mean, I mean, you can basically tell the movie's very backloaded with the the fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, none of it happens until the end, and yeah, you are anticipating like, oh, is it going to happen now? Is it going to happen now? I mean, it kind of does an okay job building up. I mean, that's my opinion. I thought it did an okay job building up to like, oh, this, there's gonna be some sort of confrontation. But I, but by the time we get there, I'm like, I mean, I checked the time. And I was like, oh my god, we're like a little bit more. I mean, I think we're more than halfway through the movie before we actually get to an actual. Can you even call it a climax? I guess <laughs> I guess we can call it a climax in the movie because, uh, yeah, the the showdown at the high school doesn't happen until like much later on in the movie. So, and that's where all the fighting is. So it's actually kind of upsetting in that regard. Yeah. Um, there is, there is one small exchange of hands that gets, that happens at like around like the 30 minute mark when he goes to confront the Yakuza leader, his surrogate father, where he beats up some guys, but man, this, the this editing thing, here is so bad. The editing, ah, we we complain about like the same things all the time. But you don't, yeah, of if you if you're not familiar, you don't realize editing, shot composition, cinematography. Like when you do those wrong, <laughs> those stick out to people who really like fight scenes. Oh, yeah. And this movie does it wrong <laughs> as well. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's it's so annoying because um, there's like genuine tension there. He wants to confront his his surrogate father because now he knows the truth about his his surrogate father killing his biological father and he's just outside he's he's 
he's basically like doing a scare down against the the secret service who's, who's like guarding the door and like we get some really nice shots it's like oh like cl- extreme close-up of eyes everyone looks really intense and then <laughs> the editing here is just so frenetic and there's actually like it feels like we're missing frames of action yes yes there is it's just it, i don't know how I'm, maybe there's some technical term behind it but it's where you edit see you edit so much out between a sequence that it feels like you're jump cutting from one movement to another to another. It's a style of editing. I, I understand what they're doing. They're trying to make it feel super quick, like he's uh, dispatching these guys so easily. So for this little moment, I I'm okay with that. But you can tell when somebody does that in other fights. That's a huge no-no. You do not cut out big chunks. You do yep. not. You know, you want to see continuity in the fight. How did we get from this position to this position? Otherwise, feels like a jump cut, right? <laughs> well, it's, it's jarring, too, because uh, there's one moment where he's... I guess he, he dispatches one character, and he goes after the, the next one, and he, it kind of feels like he just teleported there. <laughs> or they both teleport to the other side of the room. Um, and I was like, oh, no. I hope the rest of the action's not <laughs> like this. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of is and kind of isn't. But then you realize, like, oh, not only is the act, the fighting like this, just, like, the movie's like this. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we, we kind of, like, skipped ahead, uh, like, a whole 30 minutes. But, yeah, we, we had this one villain character who, he's, he's kind of dickish and he, you know, like, played by this actor named Hanya. Um, and, yeah, he's he's definitely chewing scenery. He, he's this guy who's, like, setting this whole thing up. And... I gotta admit, when they he ambushes this one guy, this very unassuming uh, act uh, character uh, played by oh, I'm going to mess up this guy's name. Um, oh God, what is this? What is his name? Uh, shoot. Well, he's the unassuming guy. Let's just call him that until I can actually figure out this guy's name. Um, he he becomes the real villain in the movie. And he just completely dispatches Hanya's character. And at this point, I had no idea what the hell is happening. Oh, oh so I, you're, I just... you're talking about the uh, Honda character. Honda. Yeah, yeah, okay. Honda. Sorry. So yeah, we, can't, yeah. we can't refer to this guy by his normal name because there's Honda and then there's Hanya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so it. you want to elaborate on that? Because that is, that is where it seems like the actor Hanya had a scheduling mm-hmm. conflict and they needed to write him <laughs> out of the movie. Because Tomoya, there is Namaya, no. there yeah. is yakuza politics that goes down, mm-hmm. and when when I say yakuza politics, it's basically like, hey, we need to kill these people. Let's start bringing them in, and let's start assassinating people so we can, you know, show that we're at the top and we're these gang leaders and <clears throat> so on and so forth. Yeah. So... Okay. I, okay. I actually got really confused because uh, with the sub, I'm not sure if the subtitles kind of made wouldn't make it clear enough so yes cg's character the main character is technically a adopted son of the the yakuza leader right yes there's the there's a female character yui um who is the biological daughter of the 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 yakuza leader yes and then there's another character that they start referencing who's named Han uh, honda who is a like a like a bastard son of the Yakuza leader. That's correct. Yep. That's it. Right. Yeah. But when they start referring to like, Oh, Han, like they, Hanya, <laughs> Hanya's character, uh, the, the, you know, the, the guy who's like been the, the first half's villain has been setting up this whole elaborate ploy to kind of get the, the, bo- the bastard son to go against, um, Yui, the, 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 the biological daughter or like the, you know, to be part of this whole thing. And, uh, like, they start to say, like, oh, all we, we can make this whole plan work because he has always wanted his the affection of the leader, the ex, the ex Yakuza leaders, you know, you know, like a respect and whatnot. And I didn't know who the he was, I didn't know if the he was referring to Seiji's character or Tomoya's character or Honda. 
So, like, you know, they just started, like, mixing it all yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, the, the issue is they're talking about somebody we've never seen before. They kept on referencing yes, this character yeah, named Honda. And suddenly he appears. It's like, okay, that's kind of cute that he appears. But he fucking takes over the role as the villain. Yeah. And removes the actor. You know, they, <laughs> they kill him. Spoilers, they kill him. And you're just like, wait, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. And it's oh god! It, like, it you don't you don't do that. You don't set up a character like that to just have him be removed. You know who also does that? Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau will introduce a character halfway through the movie, and that's how you get the oh, room. Boy. I'm telling you, this is all scheduling conflict, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it definitely feels like that. Or like behind you is like I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all speculation. But um, oh, the uh, yeah. Oh, just just for reference, the Yakuza leader, the head head leader who is the biological father. His name is Majima. I thought you liked yeah. that because of you, you're playing the yeah, Yakuza, Yakuza games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. It definitely threw me for a loop. I'm like, huh? He doesn't have an iPad. <laughs> and yeah. But yeah, uh, once the the second villain, like the, the true villain takes over the movie, um, he doesn't work for me at all. Yeah, no. Like, he's... He, he's supposed to be like, kind of like nerdy, nerdy evil, but he just comes out as nerdy and... Like his plan doesn't make any sense when you really think about it. <laughs> well, so so basically what happens is he hires eight assassins to now go mm-hmm. after uh, Seiji's character because Seiji is trying to project, protect Majima's daughter because of reasons. He, he feels obliged because of the death and yep. whatnot. Now, they all the, the hitmen say uh, it's first come, first serve. Yeah. So whoever kills them first gets the money first, but that is like the dumbest thing. <laughs> yes, it is. That is a, those are the dumbest rules because you're just gonna have everybody kill each other and potentially put your target yeah. in harm's way. Yeah, it makes even less sense because he sends his own bodyguards in there. Yeah, and he also goes in there. At the at the very end, he also goes. In yeah, there. but it it but it's like it felt like he was gonna do that anyways. I mean, he had, he had to. You know, he was gonna go in there. It wasn't. It, but the problem was like it never felt like it was a plan B for him. It was like I'm gonna go in there regardless. Like it, I know they have a throwaway line later that like, oh well, all the other assassins have been killed. I mean, spoilers. I mean, that's basically how these movies go, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it always felt like he was gonna go in there regardless and be you know, a, a opponent for the the main character. So. It really doesn't like everything you just said is also true. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like why he would send multiple competing assassins to At go the after. Same time. I mean, exactly. We've, we've seen this trope before in other movies, where mm-hmm. you you know you hire you know you put out a hit and all sure. the all the contract killers come in because they're all they're vying for it. But that doesn't seem like what that mo- what this movie is because they're just in one location. <laughs> And and they all arrive at the same time, essentially. Maybe yeah. if they were arriving at different times, I mm-hmm. would have bought it. But we literally see them all pull up at the same time. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Don't do <laughs> yeah, that. that. Don't that, do that. That trope can really only work if you're talking about, like, well, what if... I mean, let's think, let's think about... Uh, what's that movie? I mean, I don't want to talk about John Wick again. Because <laughs> <laughs> the John Wick series is like that, too. But uh, uh, what's that movie with... Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, we just talked about it. Like, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the one where she's like uh, protecting this one girl. The well, thing. I mean, it's basically the thing. Sure. Okay. Well, um, I mean, like the idea has always been to protect your. I mean, it's an escort mission, and you're scouring the city trying to avoid multiple assassins throughout the movie. You don't have them all crammed in one location. It makes for a very messy viewing experience <laughs> and that's the problem with this and, and exactly what happens in the movie is you know it comes to fruition you know, like the fact that they try to kill each other and like they can't fulfill their mission and it really does highlight how ineffective a, of an assassin the main character is because he is struggling throughout the whole thing it i never felt at any point that he was meant to be a badass fighter or a badass assassin he always he always felt like he was emotionally a wreck, <laughs> and he can't fight his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> oh man, and that's the, the problem. 
shit he only has two fights in this movie essentially oh god yeah i guess because so. i mean not not counting that last one right so yeah so that the, the first one we kind of mentioned when he uh confronts the uh, majima yakuza leader character that's not essentially a fight but yep. so the so maybe let's just go through the the fights chronologically yeah sure so, so uh haruka imo uh or yui who is uh, majima's daughter the yakuza leader's daughter she has a friend don't know his name <laughs> he does love interest love interest uh good friend he, that friend does mention he knows martial arts i think he says he's a white belt in something in something yeah. but um so they they are confronted by the two assassins who kind of enter the building first and this yep. is our first technical we're not gonna scene. give any names to these assassins they are just throwaway they, oh god they <laughs> they're introduced and they are like basically taken care of like immediately so almost. i don't mind when you do that when you just have care you know like we, we've been watching these movies now a billion times like if sure. you're going to introduce like, like accident man like the first accident man sure. or even this no actually the, even second, the second one yeah second one when, the second one's a more more like this yeah one, yeah when you introduce characters to just be action fodder give them some sort of visual flair so we can easily identify them make them a clown you know make them a ninja don't just make them two random Japanese guys. And that's it. In jumpsuits. Is that it? The jumpsuits? Like, I, I can't even tell if that was like a distinguishing physical characteristic. Uh, well, tracksuits. Yeah. Okay. So they're wearing tracksuits. There you go. So, so unique. I, you know what? The, the funny thing is, I think this is the best fight of the movie. Yeah. Uh, when, um, yeah, this ran, the, the love interest is fighting this random guy in the blue jumpsuit or tracksuit. Um, that's probably the better fights in the movie. Um, it's probably shot better than anything else, even though it's not that great, anyways. Uh, it, it like it's, it's it's shot in these mid mids from the waist up. I mean, it's not like there's a lot of kicks being thrown, anyways. But there's a there's a uh, decent, that's not true. There's some yeah, kicks. there's, a there's some kicks. No, kicks. No, I'm wrong. Okay, so let me let me just set it up because uh, I, I've been saying this so much with with all this with all these my problems with uh, staging fight choreography. So they're in a yep. hallway, right? The, the, that's already just a recipe for disaster with, um, you know, bad fight composition. Um, we keep on cutting to, like, shot, reverse shot of over the shoulders, right? Mm -hmm. So you're stacking the, the characters. So you have a character in front of the camera, and then you have a character behind him. And he's trying to throw punches and kicks. <laughs> we can't see what the hell is going on. Yes, your brain... No, this true, it, this true. Yes, it's well lit. Your brain is telling you they're fighting, but from a martial arts movie standpoint, what the hell are we looking at, right? It's yeah, nothing yeah. visually appealing. And it's a shame because you can see that these two actors or stunt people are, you know, they're putting some effort into it. You can see that there there is some power behind the moves and there's some ferocity there and there's some speed. Mm -hmm. But blah, I, I can't see what's going on. <laughs> And it's not even shaky cam. Yeah. It's just it's not, where they're framing the camera. Don't you don't stack your actors like that in the small hallway. Like, do you got to do something because they do have profile shots every now and then. So they, there was an option for that, but when they do the over the shoulders, like, oh god. You know what the the problem with this is too. I like I, I'm I'm looking at the the school that they're filming this in, and my brain immediately thinks there are better ways of utilizing the space, right? So the the place that they're taking, they were filming this. Well, the 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 place that these two, the, these these guys are fighting on is this walkway on this, like the second or third floor, or whatever, and. I, like it's the walkway is over i'm guessing like some sort of lobby first floor or something like that mm -hmm. they should have fought they should have fought on the first floor yeah, yeah. and then utilize this walkway as a different camera angle for the fight scene you're absolutely I mean, correct like, but you know why we can't do that because the next scene takes place in like a like a first floor setting almost yeah so they need to yeah, vary yeah. it up they ah they should have switched it cuz the next scene is there's action there but it's even worse <laughs> it's yeah oh my god it's it oh my god there's one there's one cut that just made me laugh my ass off it's um well there's not just the one there's actually two cuts uh so one of the one of the the main villain's bodyguard his like his second hand man comes in there 
immediately he is in there. It's not like, you know, usually the the secondhand man, like he's the mini boss. He should be like the, the fine, like he should be a last resort. He shouldn't be, especially when the main villain's whole plan this whole time has been, oh, let me send some hired guns to go in there and kill and do, do my bidding. Like, you, why would you send someone that, you know, on your own payroll to go in there at the same well, time? And he's like, also your, you know, he's guarding you, you know? Exactly. Like, exactly. why, why would you, why would you sense. let your guard down? Why would you send that guy so that you can be exposed? So, well, well, yeah. And it's like, okay, so what if your bodyguard gets them? Uh, like, the, does the job. So what, what, what are the other eight assassins doing? Exactly. It's like, it's, it's the equivalent of like me, like saying like, oh, I'm going to go hire someone to go pick up my laundry and I'm also going to go down there and get the laundry. <laughs> Whoever gets it first <laughs> gets paid. It doesn't make any sense. You're absolutely right. It is a dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb plan because look what happens. Uh, the, the, oh God, the, the guy in the suit, he's essentially yep. the mini boss. He's the Yakuza's bodyguard. He confronts the two track, you know, the track wearing the, the jump, yeah. jumpsuit guys. And then they fight, and it's oh god, it's just so short. It's edited to it's shit. Edited to he shit. punches one guy, and then we have a close up of hit the this guy's face, and then we get an insert shot of him punching another guy and slamming him to the wall, and then we get a reverse shot back to the same exact shot of him staring into nothing. So it's like oh, continuity is just all over the place here. It doesn't make any sense. And then that's the fight. There is, uh, yeah, there is, there was probably just no budget or just no time to make a fight scene here. Unfortunately, it's, it's it sucks. Yep. I, I, I just don't understand what, what this movie did because like it, you know, it, es- like I said before, it's, it escalates. You think it's going to go somewhere and then it just, he throws these, these two young men down and in a throwaway line, they say, oh, the assassins are dead. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, we we saw no blood, we saw no skulls exploding when fist hit face. Like, why? Like, why couldn't uh, they make something out of it? Unfortunately, they couldn't. yeah, yeah. I mean, at least the love interest character. I mean, he gets a on screen death. Like, it's made obvious that like, oh, he gets his neck snapped. Yeah. It's like the laziest yeah. neck snap. Well, I mean, it's the laziest neck snap up till now. We're gonna get an even lazier neck snap <laughs> oh, later no. in the movie. Man, yeah, like why? It, why couldn't? I don't. Yeah, like why? Why couldn't he have just like I don't know? Maybe shot the guys when they yeah you know, exactly when he disposed them because I would have never known those guys were dead until we oh, got man. that throwaway line. Speaking of being shot, man, something that the movie does it really pisses me off because this bodyguard, mm-hmm. he he he's the right the right hand man. He gets shot by the main character and he falls down and he looks like he's dead right so like now the main character is escorting yui the the daughter uh out of uh, like you know basically to safety and as they're running around the school now so this bodyguard character it's set up like oh he he got fatally shot but turns out he has a bulletproof vest (laughs) of course he does (laughs) yeah of course but it it like it you set that he ha- you set up that he has a bulletproof vest and they don't use it later in the movie. What do you mean they don't use it later in the movie? Because later in the movie he gets shot to death. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> it doesn't I, make I, any fucking sense. I, every time I've seen in movie or TV when someone gets shot in their bulletproof vest, they have to remove the vest afterwards. But he doesn't do that. In yeah, the no, movie. I know. He's I know. wearing a suit. You know how inconvenient and how illogical it would be? Like, oh, I guess I get shot. Let me just take off my dress shirt and my blazer and take off this tie and the bulletproof just so I could put it back on, just so I could remove this bulletproof vest. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. So, anyways, uh, yeah, he is still in the movie. The The two characters, the you know, the two leads are now trying to... Um, like, run... The, go their way throughout the, the rest of the high school. And... This is the part that I was most excited about because we have, I mean, half excited about because we have one character who we saw in Baby Assassins who is fucking awesome. Uh, what is her name? Oh, the character's name again? Uh, the actor's name again? Uh, Salary Izawa, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was the highlight from, the, the standout from Baby Assassins. Um, her fight against um, 
Masanori Momoto was awesome. So mm-hmm. I was really hoping for some more of that in this movie. I didn't see Masanori Momoto's name attached to this, so I got yeah. worried because <laughs> he is just—he's uh, definitely he's making a, a name for himself. Yeah, amazing fight choreographer. He's after Baby Assassins and then after and Hydra. Um, Hydra, like he's a name you should know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because he's not attached to this, I was like, uh oh, uh oh, no. Well, I was saying half excited because like she is the half that I was excited for and the other one's the annoying one and she's like she's like the other character from baby assassins but like times a hundred. Oh man she... <laughs> so i i feel like watching baby assassins like it it like makes this it makes this movie a janitor like even worse yeah because I like you know we have our thoughts on that movie and like kind of how long and drawn out yeah. the non-action stuff is. But I, uh, as I mentioned in that episode, I did like the acting from the yes. actresses, and I feel that they fleshed those characters out correctly. It's just that those characters shouldn't have been in an action movie. There, there's like a huge mm, disconnect sure. there. So anyway, I did like the characters. When I saw the characters in this again, I was like, oh great. They're still acting the same. Like, they were, like, this bright spot in me for this movie because the movie has been kind of weird so far. Like, a little dour, a little serious. They come in so goofy and so weird and silly. I was like, okay, this is kind of nice. It's it's changing things up a little bit. Mm, okay. And then, with how they handle the characters, they're just... Uh, they're so bad at their job when in <laughs> baby assassins they were you know they were pretty well-rounded they were yeah. they were good contract killers they were they they deserve the title baby assassins and here they just feel like they don't know how like this feels like a step back for them sure sure yeah but they're, they're very like broad strokes it's like but the annoying thing about this is that uh they look and sound and feel exactly like the characters from baby assassins but just more incompetent yes but they, which is annoying because i'm like oh they look like it it's like as if like henry cavill played like a knockoff character of superman and was like i'm superb man <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like he looks exactly like him it's like it's a big it, you know like exactly like these characters like they resemble them but they're not exactly the same yeah, it's weird I mean, because in, in Baby mm-hmm. Assassins, even the other character played by uh, Akari, she wasn't good at martial arts, but it felt like they mm-hmm. gave her training with sure. with weapons, you know, with, with guns. And in this movie, it looks like she doesn't know how to hold a gun. She's just yeah. firing it like somebody who has, has no experience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess it they're technically not the same characters, but they visually, they're the same characters. It's yeah. Weird. It's very disconnecting. It's very confusing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, I mean, I kind of liked. I can't. I mean, I, I'm gonna put this in quotation. I kind of liked the way that the main character dispatches of the annoying ones character. Like it's kind of clever because they're in a library, right? And he goes through every aisle, taking out one book and put throwing it to the floor. Oh yeah, it took it took me a second to realize what he was doing. There. Yeah, I don't like the way that they staged this because it's not it's not made clear. They don't they didn't film it or frame this correctly. Yes, I, yes. I felt like they should have done a better job. Uh, you know, like all they needed to do was just like have the you know maybe make make it more like a montage. Like oh, he's taking out a book, taking out a book, taking out a book, or like maybe when it comes down to him actually pointing the gun. Uh, through the the bookshelves, you'll see like there's like a gap between them, and then you'll see that the uh, what is it, Akari, Akari, uh, that, yeah, Akari, uh, yeah. her, she's like on the other side of it. It it to, it's hard to explain, but it it just it's not set up well, like how he's been setting up this whole elaborate this kill, plan. Yeah, because basically kill, he's yeah. he's going through all the aisles, he's removing a book in the same exact location, so that mm-hmm. when she finally lines up to mm-hmm. all these gaps in the books. He has a clean shot. Yes. That was lost on me. <laughs> yeah, I figured that's what they were doing, mm-hmm. but it was just not composited well. Like, yeah, they yeah. Needed like, to, you, like... need to, you need to stage that very visually clear yeah. or else, because, yeah, it was lost on me. It took me a second to realize, like, oh, yeah, that's why he was able to get that, you know, line that shot up. 
Yeah, it, it's also just not. Oh god, no, no, it, it's the the closest that we get to the character being smart, a smart assassin. Because every other instance, he is just winging his way through the movie, and it never feels like he's a badass martial artist. He defeats this. Uh, he he kills the first girl, and now um, it becomes a fight between uh, him and the other girl. And I'm expecting this to be awesome, and we get we get glimpses of pretty good martial arts here, but it's like it's such a step down from baby assassins it's like nowhere close and the problem here is that this girl has a gun and is pointing it like at his face and doesn't shoot sometimes it's like why why (laughs) i mean there's an actual pause yeah yeah i mean we we see the gun in frame and and it's not firing it's it's stupid i i i I know what they're doing but it's really stupid Yeah, yeah but uh yeah like it it's it's such a shame because if if Masamori Miyamoto had no involvement in this, this is strictly a salary and then a, a different stunt coordinator, action choreographer coming up with stuff. You can see, she, you know, she still has that influence yeah. from Baby Assassins, and she is able to pull these fast movements off. But the man, it's just oh, I fucking hate the editing. I don't like where this cameraman is 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 staging it. And it's it's a shame because we're in a wide open space library yeah. now. We're not in a cramped hallway where we where we would have had the same issue with the the fight with the guys in the tracksuits. Yeah. But they're still the the fucking cameraman is still stacking them against the camera. <laughs> like don't do that. Don't do that. You have all these different places to put the camera. Give us a nice yeah. profile. Let us see what's going on. Yeah, you know the problem. The, the, okay, so there's one major issue, right? Um, I, there's one really nice uh, long take uh, of the two of them fighting, right? It's them as they're approaching the camera. Like, essentially, they are fighting and, and they're kind of uh, walking uh, towards the camera as they continue fighting. So you, you kind of see them from like a, a backside view, for or like foreground and back uh, background kind of view, right? But then the thing that kind of ruins this is that we our secondary shot becomes like the reverse of that. And it's not interesting. Like we need like a profile view, like a completely different angle. Because it actually feels like you're just disrupting the action when you like just pull a full 180. It's like, you know, you need like an overhead shot. You need like just pull like maybe to like 45 degrees away, like not like a, a complete 180. Because... It's like there's nothing interesting about the reverse shot at all. And especially if you're only going to linger on it for like half a second and then you go back to the same exact shot that you just had. It's like, what was the point of that? Just why don't you just have them link? Like, why don't we just have them in one continuous take? Right. Why, why did you need to edit it back and forth, back and forth? Like, it just makes it feel like they didn't actually do all that in one take. Yeah. You, well, you know I, I mean? Again, because you're stacking the characters against the camera. We lose the choreography. We know they're fighting because we can visually make out the body movements are doing something, but there's there's no clarity. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. (laughs) Sorry, Izawa. She's really great. I liked her in Baby Assassins a lot. I can tell so much that she's nailing the choreography here, but I can't fucking see it. Ugh. Screw right. you, DP. <laughs> oh man, again, I'm mean, gonna go back to oh, my my jujitsu training. Um, but yeah, like once we uh, finish with all that, um, it becomes like extreme close-ups of them just doing like elbow strikes against one another, and then he gets her in a really bad rear naked choke. Like it, it's it's fine. You don't want an actual rear naked choke on on screen on an actual performer, but it, it's just like it looks so ineffective and i mean i was okay with it because at least her face is turning red to try and sell it no okay. my, my problem okay so i guess like the problem is like once he has her like on the on, on the table and like starts choking her out she stops moving which i'm fine dandy with i kind of wish they just kind of left it and as soon as he let go we needed to add that little like crunch crack. sound the fun yeah, sound effect is like yeah. he didn't do any cracking <laughs> like it, it, they didn't need to add that in there like i get it like she just got choked out like that's all they needed to believe in the movie i was so fucking disappointed with that because 
I was expecting the baby assassins to survive, you know, to live another day, yeah. and maybe make another appearance in another movie. Like another it would be, yeah. it would have been fun if these characters just kind of bounced around different movies from the director. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, the director fucking killed off the, the the two more interesting characters in the movie, at least for me, because yeah. because I have backstory with them in their other movie. Yeah, ah, yep. like nope. <laughs> That's not the movie. Is. We nope. don't we don't get to see uh, Akari die. We 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 understand how she dies because of the setup, at least uh, a little bit. And then <laughs> fucking Salary gets choked out, and her neck snap. Oh, it's just so <laughs> so 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 sad. Yeah, so and sad. that was definitely the one that was looking forward to the most. <laughs> I yeah. just remember thinking for the first time watching, like, we need to talk about this. Like, <laughs> like, that, that, like we, I know where this. I know this is going to be an episode. Um, yeah, so, I mean, to, to elaborate on the story at all would be pointless because, you know, the, the, it really is very cyclical. Like, they go to one room, they take on another person, and none of these characters have character. They're just like, oh, another assassin. And these assassins don't look like assassins. They look like random people that the director found. <laughs> Well, right? they, so that... they they try to they, there's two, so there's two assassins left now, and mm-hmm. they're guys who wear are wearing tank tops and like Hawaiian shirts. Is that is <laughs> yeah, that yeah. their gimmick? Like, oh God, give us something. And these guys, yeah. like, so usually when you have this, you know, this roster of contract killers, yep. if you don't visually give them something distinct, you give them a unique weapon or you give them a unique martial arts skill yep. right to, to set them apart and nobody nobody has anything distinct about them really like yeah. the baby assassins like maybe but then these guys like what 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 is what is it nothing There's they're nothing. stupid i think that's what they are because like they was well, not in pl- it's not explicit but they're stupid like these characters are fucking dumb one of them is like he's big right he's supposed to be a big tall dude uh, and he's kind of like a wrestler. He's kind of like he's like he, he just bum rushes the main character. I actually love that moment when he bum rushes him at first and he just pins him against the wall. And the look on the main character's face is like, oh my god, I can't do anything against you. And also like that look on his face, it, it just looks like, holy shit, I am not good at martial arts in this martial <laughs> arts movie. It's just like that's the only thing I got out of him, like. Why is he billed as this awesome fighter when he is so bad at this? Yeah, he's he's just barely making it out by the skin of his teeth with all this fight. Yeah. And the way he wins, he stabs the guy in the dick? Like, come <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, he, he takes that one guy who just starts like, he just gets him on the floor and just starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and so he has to win with a very underhanded tactic, which is, yeah, stabbing him in the dick. So the you know, now he's he takes out the first guy, and then <laughs> the bigger dude in the Hawaiian shirt. He's so mad that he punches floor. <laughs> he, he punches the ground like a superhero three point landing. Yep. It. I almost expected dust to start emanating because he's like charging his key or something. I don't know. So he rushes at the the main character again. And then he immediately he, he he trips over him, or like the main character kind of sweeps him, but it looks like he just tripped over him. And in, rather than just getting up right away, the main character like leisurely like gets on top of him and just stabs him in the chest. I'm like, all right, there we go. That's how that that fight ends. So this is the at, worst main character ever. <laughs> so at this point in the movie, I was you know I was counting the the amount of assassins that got killed. Uh-huh. I was thinking about the fights we had already witnessed. <laughs> And then I remember you saying that I should watch this movie, and I was thinking like, "Oh God, like it, did Will have a brain aneurysm and forget <laughs> and forget to tell me not to watch this because no, there had been no good fights really yet." So I was really crossing my fingers so fucking hard that the last confrontation was going to be like a seventeen-minute-long battle going throughout the school. <laughs> Between these, you know, between the janitor and between the mini boss. No, it is not. It is fucking not. <laughs> you know what it is? It is a back and forth slugfest 
Which, Ooh, slugfest. I like that. That's, that's it, it, but very that's good. all it is. It's but like emphasis on back and forth. My turn, your turn. My turn, your turn. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove your face over the side of the banister. All right, no, now I'm gonna elbow you in the chest, and now I'm gonna shove your face over the side of the banister, and it goes back and forth, back and forth. There's like there's really not much good choreography here. It's like I'm gonna throw a front kick. Oh, I'm going to throw a front kick. There's, like, nothing too interesting here. Okay. Keep recording? Okay. Yep. Hey. Um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least your computer didn't crash. Yeah, computer didn't crash. I think it just... Uh, I think the messenger window crashed. Um, last thing I heard from you was my, you know, it's a slugfest. It's just my turn, your turn, your my turn. turn, your turn. So yeah, yeah. whatever you were saying. No, I mean, that's basically all I need. To, I mean, like, yeah, you can just continue from there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's gonna... nothing else. It really, it, like, that's my thought. Like, it's just my turn, your turn. It's like, all right, I'm going to throw a haymaker. You throw a haymaker. And it's like, there's nothing... I like I like I this was the trailer by the way. <laughs> this was the trailer. This is the 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 oh, I didn't the even promotional. That. Yeah. This is the promotional from for Haya. It was like, "Oh, there this the, the, okay, to be fair, I didn't mind it so much. I thought this is like just going to be a small snippet of the bigger fight because like the the trailer or the teaser is uh, it, like it felt like okay, this gonna be this is like a forced portion of a much bigger fight when they get to like the second half, like because they're starting the walkway on the second floor and then they go down the stairs mm-hmm. and it seems like there'll be a much bigger confrontation on the second on the bottom floor, like and that's where the the trailer kind of ends. Yeah, no, it's just like the rest of the fight is just like this, like as they're going down the stairs too. Holy crap! When the fucking bodyguard takes out his gun. Holds it up to the main character's head. And he just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, they're not kidding you, Will. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I love, like, stupid movie villains. Because, like, well, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I legitimately <laughs> no, you don't. don't. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, because they continue their fight. And, um, yeah, it, it there's really not much else to add to it. Like, but it's besides the fact that like it's just like okay, my turn to punch you, your turn to punch me, and they get to the the bottom level, and oh god, uh, the the main the basically the main character is losing. He is losing badly. He is being mounted on, and the other guy's just like punching him to death, and then the main villain shows up and shoots him, shoots the bodyguard in the back multiple times and I don't understand why <laughs> because he's just a fucking poorly written character <laughs> so so to go back just a little bit um so one of the assassins actually is still alive he's like this old man who's a sniper didn't oh, really yeah. do much in the movie he comes back to confront the you know the villain uh, Honda and it's like hey like like Give me my money, because because the the Honda character is like, oh, we don't need you anymore. So, you know, the 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 sniper is like, okay, well, can I have my money? You know, I I came here, and the and the Honda is like, no, no, it's, no thanks, and he kills him. The there's this other character who's been working with Honda the whole time. He's like, oh, what'd you do? And he starts running away, and so Honda kills him too, and. Uh, my, my brain, why did he do that my brain I, no, is I don't just know. melting out of my ear at this point like <laughs> oh god like they're just they don't know what they're doing anymore they're just yeah they're just writing on the fly at this point oh my god um yeah and then uh honda also finds two survivors in the school and he just shoots them at random too no reason there's no reason to kill them he just kills them yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it, like his character doesn't make any sense it's this whole plan to hire these assassins doesn't make any sense him killing the assassins doesn't make any sense. And then him killing his bodyguard, who's about to kill the the main character anyways. He kills him. I don't know why he kills him. It, it, and also, again, the bodyguard is wearing bulletproof vests. Well, front. <laughs> in the front. He gets, oh, shot. Yeah, he gets okay. shot in the back. So maybe, maybe, maybe. there you go. <laughs> maybe he should have, they couldn't afford a better vest. I don't know. 
And then, um, oh god! And then it turns out the main character had a gun on him, so he shoots. Like while he's on the floor, he shoots the main the main villain like multiple times, and that's how the main villain dies. It is so disappointing to see, and like so like disgraceful to see your main character kill the main villain in like the lamest way possible. He's like he's totally defeated. He is about to die. And he just pulls out the gun. He just starts shooting him from the floor. Like, there's no strategy. It's just like, oh, now's my chance. It's like, it's like the lamest super... He's like the lamest main character we've seen in a very long time. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you are correct. Uh, everything he's doing here, it doesn't feel, quote-unquote, honorable. I don't, you know, disagree with how he's doing it because maybe that's how I might do it if I've been beaten to a pulp by every single assassin sent to me you know I, I don't know if i could i can kill the main guy that did the most heroic way but um this is movie <laughs> and <laughs> you generally want your hero to be heroic yeah. he's not really acting that way but mm, i mean he did get his ass beat the whole movie which goes against this whole mystique that they set up for him so again this movie is in a drunken stupor and it keeps on falling down and we keep on watching oh it get back up and fall over <sighs> again. What happens at the end? I don't even understand. It feels like okay, now that they're now that everyone's dead, the the main character and the daughter character, they're kind of having their last moments and just will not end. Oh god, like there's the movie an extra, will not end. There's an extra 10 minutes. Like the movie needed to end with them like they're walking down this hallway and there's a bright light i was like "Ooh, this would have been a great place to end the movie you know they're walking towards the light just have the credits roll or have the credits roll as they're just walking the whole hallway that would have been perfectly fine for me but now they have to talk like they know each other and care about each other he's saying how she should kill him and she says no, I'm not like my father. You're like, all right, well, then what now? And he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to die. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> and, he fucking, and he just sits there and he dies. But for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then this, uh, again, it doesn't make any sense. What is she going to do after this? Is it like the, the cops show up? Like, is she, well, she just runs away? Like, I'm I'm shrugging my shoulders for the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, we can all audibly hear that you're shrugging too. Um, yeah, and then that's uh, a janitor. Um, it's a fucking mess, and it's like weirdly enough, enjoyably messy. I don't recommend it, but I actually had a weird like I personally had a weirdly good time watching it because like this is such a weird train wreck. And I can't keep my eyes off of it. And I, the... What is up? Go ahead. I, I think I was going to say, I think if we watched this together, maybe I could have enjoyed this more. Sure. But, okay. Yeah. But sitting here watching it, and in my mind, I thought this was a film you actually approved of. <laughs> like <laughs> like something that could be a legitimate episode where we break it down, we do yeah, our normal yep, thing. Yep. Well, well, no, we not at all. That. We were just... Oh, man. There's no Patreon for this one. We were just complaining <laughs> about this one. Again, we, we, oh God, we went on for an hour, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, of course we always, we always do, but yeah, yeah, go on. yeah. Not, not long enough for a full episode, but Hey, you get a, you get a freebie Yeah, uh, yeah for yeah, anybody yeah. who's not subscribed. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie did this weird hat trick, which is like, oh, we're going to give you a, a really star studded, like action blowout at the end. It's like, nah, it just becomes a wet fart at the end. <laughs> it's like. No, like I really, I really was expecting a lot more. Uh, like they really did a good job building the movie. At least. Yeah, I like that. I thought the trailer was put together really well, but it's just mm-hmm. quick. When it's quick snippets of action, sometimes you got to be skeptical of yeah, if these are just true. really quick snippets of what's that's already true. not there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's basically the the problem with this. Um, you know, like the action's not good, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, the. Uh, I, I don't know. And the movie doesn't make any sense like, when you really sit down and think about it. So I actually find it kind of hilarious when, but not the movie viewing experience. It's more like as soon as you're done watching the movie, you like your brain starts to go into weird territories. It's like, wait, that didn't make any sense. That went nowhere. Why is this? Vil- why did we switch villains halfway through the movie? 
And the more you break it down, the more you're like, I think my sanity is starting to go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, a janitor. I don't recommend it. It's it's thoroughly disappointing, but in the most like masochistic way. I'm like, I kind of weirdly liked it. it like because this movie is just not good. Jeez. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if you want to see a movie fall apart before your eyes, <laughs> this is the movie that does it. Not expecting that. Um, it's a shame because yeah, uh, Yugo Sakamoto um baby assassins it's not the best movie but like there's there's like there's stuff i like when i take it apart and compartmentalize it like i like those characters and then like the action by itself is is pretty good but then when it came together just a mess yeah and then this movie is just a mess (laughs) (laughs) it is uh, i I mean i kind of mentioned a little earlier like some of the cinematography was was nice in certain places lighting was pretty good I think they uh, maximized the sets as well as they could. But then when it comes to the action, that DP just went somewhere else. He fucked off. Um, he must have got punched by the mini boss and his skull exploded <laughs> off screen. Because this this guy they got to direct the action, oh boy, he was not cutting it for me. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, we need Masanori in the next movie. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah he really, Masanori really needed to be here mm-hmm. um, because a janitor, a janitor needed a janitor to clean up this mess because that's exactly what he 